I'm Bill Finn. You may remember me from other popular podcasts like This American Lice, Daycare Disasters, and The Crafty Brewtown Strangler, The Limited Edition Killer. Take it from me, a good podcast is like a fine wine, perfect for binging. It's season three of the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. I am Chris Beyer, as always, with my co-host, Jim Martin. Jim? Hey, everybody. Jim knows I'm a bit of a, a reader, and more than a few times over the last six, eight months, I've mentioned a book. It's called Iron Will, A True Adventure Diary. I tell you, it's a great read. This guy does all sorts of crazy things. Have you read it or not? Uh, no, I haven't. I've heard you talk. We talked a little bit about it on the, on the podcast, right, before? I mean, you, you talked about this a couple of times. You know what? I, obviously, I don't shut up about it. I've mentioned it a handful of times over the podcast. I don't really realize our reach because apparently from this podcast, this book has started to gain a little bit of traction, a lot of traction. In fact, I think it's on the New York Times bestseller list. But because I've been talking about this so favorably, we're getting a lot of people reading this. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten a lot of feedback myself out and about, um, six feet away from everybody. But okay. <laughs> still, yeah, no, people have talked. Yeah, hey, I picked up that book. You know what Chris was talking about? I, I've, been, I've actually been meeting. I, it's on the way from Amazon. So, so what are you saying? What about the book? Well, what I'm saying is because our podcast has caused this book to move up the bestseller list, sure. I was contacted by a publicist for this guy, the author. Really? Yeah. And oh, that's he cool. put me in contact with the author, and we're going to have the author on the show tonight. Tonight? That's awesome. Now, Ziegler, right? That's his name, Ziegler? Kevin Ziegler, Ziggy. Okay. He goes Ziggy, by okay. Ziggy. This is going to be a, an interesting podcast. He's coming to us remotely from a long way away. And we're doing the Zoom podcast now because of the quarantine. And sure. this, this podcast we couldn't do without Zoom. He's coming to us from Antarctica. Really? Really? Is he like doing another book or something? What's, I guess I'll find well, I, out, but that's amazing. Yeah, well, you know the guy. He's a big adventurer, right? Sure. Yeah. And he's doing another one of these crazy adventure things. And okay. this is probably going to be in his next book. Anyway, he's going to be joining us shortly. Um, okay. Obviously, with the link from Antarctica, it's probably going to yeah. take him a little bit of time. Yeah, is that going to be? Well, I guess I guess we'll find out if it's going to be uh, you know solid, if we're going to be able to hear him or choppy, whatever. I mean, as long as we get something, you know. I'd expect him any minute now. So I'm kind of vamping here to fill up time before he sure. shows up. Hold on, Jim. Do you see him coming through there? I think I see him. Uh, yeah, I see. I can see his, the, the screen popped up there. Oh, oh you guys, can you yep. hear me? Am I? Am I on? Hello. Yeah. Oh, there, Ziggy. Yep, there, yep. Ziggy, we can hear you. I owe you guys an enormous thank you. My book sales have gone just through the roof, and I heard from my publicist Frank Delanor. Uh, I did. I talked to Frank. Sorry, we got a little delay here because of Antarctica, but. He was the one that set this interview up. So, so we should be thanking you, actually, for coming on with us. So we really yeah. appreciate that. That's really cool. I'm here to tell you that I'm, uh, that I'm very glad to be in the presence of 
anyone, even be it digitally, my communications of every kind have been down. I think the last time I had a conversation with somebody was the last week in January. So it's 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 wonderful to talk to wow. you. Wow. Holy cow. So you're just out there isolated, just all, all by yourself out there. It, it's yeah. it's hard. And you know what? I uh, uh, I don't have a volleyball that I can give a name to. I think that would be <laughs> something cool to bring along. Right. Maybe a snowball, right? Yeah. <laughs> I brought I brought two things. I, I brought my cell phone, which has been turned off for quite a few weeks now. And I brought a harmonica, which I don't actually know how to play. But oh, it's right. here and I get to look at it. Plenty of time. Sure. So, sure. so you've been wandering out in Antarctica. And one thing I heard through your publicist, is that you're crossing Antarctica solo. You've been out there for at least four months already, and you're walking backwards across the continent? Is that true? It is. You're exactly right, Chris. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm, I'm doing that because somebody's already walked across Antarctica looking forward, but nobody's ever walked backwards the whole way, and that's what we're looking to, uh, to try to accomplish. Let me just say this. If you have not heard from anyone since January... There's a lot of news that maybe I'm breaking to you here. I don't know if you know this, but... No, I, I, I mean, a, I don't. I've, I've heard nothing since last week of January. I think that's the last conversation I had. So if something cool happened, I'd love to hear about it. Well, there is a pandemic going on. If, do you know what a pandemic is? Is it like the plague? What's, what happened? It's not the plague. It's more like a really bad version of the flu. It's called uh, COVID-19 is what, what is I really that? don't know what the, Chris probably knows where the 19 came from. I don't know. Uh, well, coronavirus is, the CO is corona, the vid yeah, is, is virus. Virus and 19 means 2019. You're safe down there, but everywhere in this world, everybody's been locked down. Yeah. When you say locked down, like, what, are you not allowed to go anywhere or what do you, what do you mean? They say, you know, stay in your house as much as you can. I mean, you can go outside. It's not like you can't go outside. But they say don't interact with people. And if you have to come, you know, interact with people, stay at least six feet away, you know, wear, wear face masks. Uh, but, yeah, businesses were shut down. Every, only, only essentials were, were running I, for a while. I would say this, uh, Ziggy, stay six feet away from penguins, all right? Well, I don't usually have to get within 15 or 20 feet, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Let me ask you a question. Did we catch you at night? What's going on? It's very dark there. I can barely make you out. Yes. This is the um, time of year in the Antarctic when it's nighttime for the whole day. So hold on. You're walking backwards in the dark. Yes. Across Antarctica. Yeah. You're right. But if I'm walking backwards, I guess it doesn't really matter if there's light or not. I mean, four months. Have you just been getting lost a lot? That's a great question. Yeah. 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 Is it just like a flat plane of ice or are there like crevasses? I mean, do you have to worry about falling into stuff? Like how do you, you know, how do you see? Do you, do you see? Do you just like, yeah, uh, no, that's, that's a great question. It's, yeah. 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 Sure. How cold is it there today right now? What, what is it? That's a great question. The, the temperature outside the tent right now is 40 degrees below zero Fahrenheit. Okay. Sure. During the day, it can be two, maybe four degrees, and that's when you can actually walk outside. Yeah. yeah. Do you have like a homing beacon where somebody could find you if you get stuck? You know, that's another really good question. If I had to do this all again, I totally <laughs> would have brought one of those, and I didn't. 
from what I've heard of your last book, you're kind of the kind of guy who just, you get an idea in your head and you just jump on it. You kind of wing it. Well, yeah, I do have to wing it, but it's fun to do something like this and find something that nobody's ever done before and then go out and, and do it. Jim, let me, you know, I don't want to ruin his book here, Iron Will. It's, it's a great read, but we'll talk about a couple of these crazy things he's doing like he's doing right now. A very similar sounding one to what you're doing right now is I understand you climbed Mount Everest blindfolded. Yeah, that was very wow. similar. When you get high enough on Mount Everest, it's, it's very cold. So that's very similar to this, except on Mount Everest, there are places where you can fall down. And yeah. so I had to make sure I stayed very close to my Sherpa. Okay. Right. Right. So that, uh, so that I did not disappear down a crevasse. Right. You wouldn't have been able to write the book. And, and the book is what we're here for. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I'm going to say it for the umpteenth time. Go out and get this book by Ziggy here. Iron yeah. Will. A Thank true you. Adventure Diary. It, it deserves its spot on top of the bestseller list. I'm, I'm glad that people are reading it. And I'm here to tell you one more time that I'm very thankful that you guys have talked about it. It's, it's really done good things. Well, the pleasure is all ours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you have these blindfolds on and yet you're writing a diary. Like, how did that? How did that work? You mean, how did I do both of those? Yeah, right, that's a yeah. good question. Uh, at, the, at, at the moments which I was writing in the diary, I would peek through my mask so that I could write. Okay. But absent, absent that, I would, uh, I, would, I would leave the blindfold on. Were you peeking just at night when you're writing or when you were actually climbing, were you taking a peek? Well... Well, that's another good question. I, um, so, I mean, obviously, you can peek through a blindfold, and if your life is in danger, you might want to know if something is in front of you. And, sure. and, and so in a situation like that, I, I, uh, I, may, have, uh, I may have peeked when, when my Sherpa was not directly in front of me. Okay, I just heard you say something about like you can kind of see through the blindfold. It's a it's a it's a black piece of fabric. I mean, I would use the word sheer. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. And when you got to the summit, did you take off the blindfold to get a look at the view? Well, I wanted to see my surroundings when I got to the top, of course, and so right, uh, and, and so I took it off. I took it off there for uh, eleven or fourteen minutes okay in the book some of these things you're talking about you didn't really mention I, I, I can understand you can't put every detail in right you're, there's a bunch of adventures in the book right chris there's a right whole, oh, yeah. just, you're right yeah, so. it's very difficult to say everything you're right, right. Yeah. uh ziggy here is from the milwaukee area at least originally and mm -hmm. uh, one of his adventures was apparently he doggy paddled all the way across lake michigan that was i think that was the third chapter I did. I doggy paddled. That was uh, that was wonderful. I'm glad you read it. Yeah. Was it cold? It was very, very cold most of the time. Yeah, yes. Did you eat in the water? Well, sure. I would tread water for a little while, and I would eat food while I was stopped. Yes. But you had a support vehicle. I bet you were tempted every now and then to get in that. It's difficult to look at a boat and not want to get into it but for the most part we we just said no 
we're we're doing this doggy pal. This is what we came here for. For for the most part. Well, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to doggy paddle across Lake Michigan before. It's a I would think it'd be it's difficult. a really long way. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's what the book was about. How you you completed this, you know, without stopping. Did you use the boat at all? Well, I mean, the boat's there, right? And right. so, well, if, uh, we've already established the boat's there, right? So we yeah. give you that. You know, I got tired. If if you're very very tired and there's a boat right there, I mean, I don't think I did the wrong thing. What's the wrong thing? Well. The well, that, the wrong thing would be to well, the wrong thing would be to cheat, and uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think I cheated. What what happened? The boat was there, and yep. and if you're very very tired, and there's a boat right there, and you're doggy paddling that far, it's a long way. Sometimes, oh, you know you. Climb onto the boat for a piece of cheese. Sure. You know. sure. Well, you got to eat. And the water right? was cold a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a difficult thing to do, right? Nobody has done it. Apparently. No, no, nobody has ever done it. When you got on the boat, the boat was stationary. Well, I mean, the boat's not there just to sit still. So the boat had to run. You know, the boat would be, of course, the boat would be going toward the Michigan side of the lake. So the boat was moving. You would just climb on for some cheese. What, they hit the gas or something or what? Just boom. Yes, well, I mean, the boat was running the whole time. And when I went on for the cheese that you're talking about, I, um, they, they just drove for a while. I don't know how far. <laughs> I mean, I, I paddled the rest of the way for sure. You're this elite okay. athlete. I mean, cheese, lactose, what do they call that, Jim, when you get lactic uh, acid, acid buildup, right. right? Yep, yep. Mm. Should you really be eating cheese? I'm not a doctor, Chris. I don't know. I thought that cheese was good protein. Yeah, well, Ziggy, let, mm. let's move on. Uh, there was another chapter. This chapter really blew my mind. He lived a whole month. They dropped him off in the Sahara Desert. You've seen those shows, Jim, where they put oh, somebody yeah. somewhere. Yeah, well, like Bear Grylls, right? Bear right. Grylls does this kind of stuff, yeah. Right. So they dropped him in the Sahara Desert. They just gave him a six-pack of Fresca. That was it. Fresca? Really? Yeah. What would you want? No, no. I just, I mean, water, maybe. But for Fresca, I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, okay. Did you have some type of promotional tie-in with the Fresca company, maybe? or We did. We made, uh, we, were, we had a very good sponsorship deal, the Coca-Cola company. And yeah, they dropped me in via helicopter. They pick out the middle of the desert the best they can. Okay. And and they gave me a cooler with six frescas. It was, again, it was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. This time there's no boat. Yeah, well, of course there can't be a boat given right. it's the desert and not. And, Foolish question, Chris. Um, and so, yeah, the only thing I had was that fresca and uh, my Sherpa. A Sherpa in the desert. I know that sounds strange, but um, Did, but the Sherpa from Mount Everest was actually uh, turned out. We were very fond of each other, and oh. he told me if I needed help anywhere else, he would come. 
Okay, no so problem. this guy from Nepal came to the middle of Africa. Yeah, he was um, he was excited about traveling. Sure. How do you deal with the heat? I mean, Mount Everest and the desert are, I don't know, almost opposites. He was very warm. There was uh, there was a lot of sweat, and so it it required for him to have a lot of water. I think it's curious that in your book, which I'm a I'm a big fan of that you yep. did not mention the Sherpa in the chapter about your desert adventure. I think that's one of those things I left out because I was just fractionally worried that people would think less of my adventure, and I didn't want that. Right, right. Maybe, you, know, you also didn't mention the cheese on the boat. I, I, I do want for people to be entertained. Uh, did you have a tent or something with you, or did you... He's a Sherpa, so he had a tent, and he had plenty of water, and um, um, yeah, we had a place to camp. Okay. Did the Sherpa bring food with him? Well, sure. He was walking through the desert, and so... Yeah. With you. With you, the, the, the survivalist. Well, yes. Okay. But I wouldn't want for him to be hungry, just because of me. Sure. Did he ever share? Did he share food? He was um, he was a terrific guy, that Sherpa. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. we've lost him. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. You he lost, was, uh, lost him. He, he passed. It was uh, heat asphyxiation. Ew. But, oh, wow. um, sorry yeah. that. Thankfully, nobody else was injured. There probably was room in the book for this type of stuff that you're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like... Uh, I, uh, I tried yeah. to keep the book short, you know. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I, I'm sorry. Uh, getting back to your current adventure, because I think right, this one right. is the craziest. Yeah. You know, walking backwards right. across Antarctica. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is something. So, uh, have you had any close calls with death or anything like that out there, wandering for four months? I was, um, I've been very nearby some wildlife that worried me. Um, thankfully, those penguins went their own way, and I didn't have to worry about them. That is good. I've heard they get unruly when they see They, uh, they get loud. They get very noisy, yeah, mm -hmm. and so it's scary. I, uh, I was uh, howled at, actually, by a uh, polar bear. A polar bear? You were howled at by a polar bear? Is that what I heard? Is that what you yeah. said? Sorry, the connections. I mean, howled, howled at, growled at. He was pretty close, and it was a little scary. But, but thankfully, he, he turned around and ran off. He was yeah, and and, okay. and I'm okay. Chris, you probably know more about this than I do, but I, I don't think polar bears live in Antarctica. Yeah, uh, Ziggy, um, maybe your eyes are playing tricks with you. Polar bears are an Arctic phenomenon, not an Antarctic animal, and so. I don't think there's a polar bear chasing you. That would, um, I guess that makes, I mean, I drank a little. The fact is, I'm here to tell you that I love the Antarctic and, uh, and, and, th and that I think people should explore it. And, uh, and I think. Uh, hold on, Ziggy. Cool. Ziggy, uh, the lights what? just came on. Are you in a basement somewhere? Um, well, well, I'm, I'm in the basement. 
And uh, are you not in Antarctica? It's well, I mean, Antarctica is really hard place to be. And so it was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had to, yeah. I, did, I didn't, I didn't want to stay there forever. And so, um, did you go at all? No, I mean, I went. Okay. But, but now I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm in the basement in Wauwatosa. So you take down the street, down the street. So, well, uh, that's, so, okay, you weren't there for as long, but. And surely you were there for a while. But I was there, and it was, uh, and 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 it was beautiful. And and for the and for the three hours that we were there, it was really, it was cold. Yeah, it's a cold place. Well, Ziggy, is, I, uh, hmm. I want to wish you well with your new book uh, that's coming out. Yeah, I guess. Or is it? Is it so? I, I can't wait for you to read it. It it's got some wonderful adventures. I think you'll find interesting. <laughs> I'm sure. I think I think we'll have you back on the show because I think I think our audience will learn new details that might not come out in the book. Apparently, not everything fits in the book. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, you can't put it all in the book. Yeah. 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 Well, um, let me just say this: the book is a great read. Iron Will. Well, Iron Will, mm -hmm. a true mm -hmm. adventure diary, and whether you whether you read it as fiction or nonfiction, I think it's a good read. Yeah, the title is a bit misleading. True adventure diary. Uh, there are adventures, yeah. and I want to thank you again for talking about the book because it's done it, it it's done very well because of it. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you for stopping by. Thanks for taking the time out for your busy life in Wauwatosa. <laughs> Yeah, we, we wish you well. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Uh, my mom made meatloaf. If you guys are in Wauwatosa, I mean, my mom made meatloaf, and I can bring some to you if you want. Quarantine, though. Remember the... Oh, sure. didn't know about yeah. that part. Yeah. I yeah. could come over, and you could just leave it out in front of your door, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Awesome. I'll shoot you my address. That sounds good. Okay. Okay, Ziggy. Well, hey, okay. once well, again... Yeah. We'll do it again for your second book, all right? That that sounds great. And thank you again. Thanks for everything, guys. All right, Ziggy. Okay. Have, a, have a good night. All right. Good night, Ziggy. Good night. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we talk to COVID-19 survivor Monty Kirk.